Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, the pace are bloody slow. You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen. Put on that lily white and run on to that green. White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's had its loads of nights. We fought our team through thick and thin and all those glory nights. And when the game is done, we'll sing a song and talk it out all night. Hey! Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, don't be so bloody slow. You are the first team, the last team. Right, episode 35, season 5 of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast. My name's Jav. Joining me this week, Bex from Portsmouth. Hola. John from Merchester. Hello. And David from David from Sussex. Good evening. Right, um, it's been quite a week. Um, not a lot has happened um, since we last recorded the podcast. It finished off with, with Bex telling me to suck it up, Princess. Um, and uh, and actually, it, 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 not soon after we, we finished recording that, that podcast, um, things got a little bit interesting. So um, as I foretold, or hoped maybe rather than foretold um arsenal drew against um who was it brighton dear old chrissy hewton um doing us a favor and uh um united's drop point point against um huddersfield which which basically meant we'd we'd qualified for, for the champions league again for a fourth consecutive season bar a miracle today um and it was all good, and 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 we didn't have to worry about the everton game and we could look forward to um a night in Amsterdam, um, Champions League semi-final where it was evenly balanced, and you know we had we had a chance we had a chance to go through. Um, yeah, and that worked out okay. And it worked out amazingly well. Um, <laughs> let, I'm going to dive straight into a question from um, Nikki Nikki Meritz, um, who's chair of the Johannesburg Spurs Supporters Club, um, and she asks. Where were you watching? What was your first reaction? And did you hold your breath until until, until the final whistle, whistle? Can you describe what this means to you as a Spurs supporter? Let's go. Let's start off with you, Bex. So I did say on Wednesday night, um, if you could bottle the emotions that I had right then and save them to do this podcast, that would be amazing. So I was sat at home by myself because I've watched all of the Champions League games at home. So I'm terrified. I can't go anywhere for the final in case we lose and then it's all my fault because I didn't stick with my own tradition. Um, and, yeah, tears, crying, holding my breath, thinking, oh, dear God, are we actually going to do this? Or was there going to be a final twist in it? One of the best nights ever I had, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, I had three hours sleep Wednesday night um, and still walked into work like I owned the place on Thursday morning. Like, bring it on, bitches, all of the accolades, all <laughs> at me. Like, yeah, I was quite happy to take it. And pretty much, not all of my day, but a fair amount of my Thursday was spent um, taking accolades from other football fans about what Spurs had done. It was just, uh, yeah, D- yeah oh. words, 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 words. There are words there. I just don't know to how to find them right now. I um, didn't know on Wednesday and I haven't known since. Did you, two questions, did you did you go back and re-watch um, the footage over and over <laughs> and over and over and over again? Um, yeah, because... If it was a tape, if it was a v- v- VHS tape, you'd wear it out. So, but it's one of those, every time you look on social media, on Wednesday night after the game, it was all, oh, look, I'll just have a quick look at Twitter. And there were videos, the video of Poch going to the fans in the corner and getting all his team there. That made me cry. Um, there were 
videos of the goals, there were videos of the players, of the fans, everything. Everywhere you looked, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything was all focused on that game. So I just spent, I don't know, a couple of hours just flicking through various social media sites going, oh my God, look at this, and have you seen this? And Yeah, there was just so much stuff available, and it was... You just watch it, Posh's Posh's press conference. Why wouldn't you watch that twice? You know, and then on fr- even on Friday, I watched the no- UCL No Filter from BT Sport again <coughs> and cried. <laughs> I was going to say. It's, it's brilliant. It's amazing to see it. But and it's not, I'm not crying, you know, because I'm devastated. It's just, just wow. I, uh, yeah. Words. I think it's the mo- I think it's the most emotional that I've ever got about football in, in you know, in terms of actually, like, cr- you know, crying and and not not just at the time but subsequently yeah. w- watching it again um david i, I know you've got a, a, an interesting anecdote about, about um uh, <laughs> <laughs> about that night but, but i'll come to you first john john where were you and and, and and describe your reaction so i was at home um watching it through my hands it was like watching the daleks as a kid as doctor who hiding behind the pillow um but as soon as that second one came in, you could see there was a sea change. We rode our luck, but it was it was like something in slow motion that when when Mora hit that ball and it went in, I saw it go under his arm, and I thought it's not going wide. It's in. It's in. It's in. I was out the chair, stood with my arms aloft, screaming, woke the kids up. Um, then I had next thing I remember is having the top off my head, running around the lounge, spinning my top over my head, and my wife just looking at me, going, "What the hell was going on?" And she went, "Oh, have you scored?" <laughs> um, and and then I saw, uh, and then and then sitting back down, and by this time my wife's going, "Come on, ref, blow the whistle, blow the whistle," and I'm just sitting there going, "Hoof it out, don't dribble it, don't dribble it, hoof it out," just waiting for the final whistle to to kick in. And at that point, I'm thinking, I need I need to have a drink. I hadn't had a, a, a beer, so um, as soon as it was the final whistle had gone, I put Clummy put my coat on, put my shoes on, and walked to the pub for a pint where there was about 30 Spurs fans all going mental. Um, there's quite a big Spurs following up here in Erchester, um, and they were all going mad, so I joined in the celebrations. But I can't watch it in the club because we always lose if I go over there, so I tend to stay away. Um, but I, I, much like Bex, I spent then the next hour or so after I got back watching every little video, watching fans' reactions and and the, the players in the dressing room. Um, and my, my favourite videos by far, though, are all the Ajax fans when they're counting down oh, five, God. four, and then we score. And it's almost like they're counting down to when we score, which makes it even better. It was out that all of those videos are superb. I love the I love watching all those. And I, I must have watched the, the video from different angles every day, every day. Um, my favourite one's the one from behind at the moment um, where you see everybody running over and you can hear the Ajax fan going, come on, we must attack, we must attack. And it's, yeah, uh, superb, absolutely brilliant. I, I like the, um, uh, I mean, obviously all of the sort of post-match celebrations, Pochettino in, in, in tears. I mean, I mean, what did yeah. it mean to him professionally, personally? I, it's just, he, he, complete contrast to the night before when um, Jurgen Klopp, after the game, um, after Liverpool 
came back from 3-0 down in the first leg and he, he swore on national TV, which is, which is fine, but um, he swore and then he just sort of said, well, you know, find me, it's not my native language, blah, 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 I don't care. And then Gary Lineker sort of said, well, he's, he's justified, it's after the 9 o'clock watershed and, you know, their, their team's won. And that's all well and good, but the contrast between that and our manager who... It's not put on. It's not. He's not using any expletives. He's just crying, and it's natural. Um, and yeah, I, I think it was the, the the nature. I mean, the, the the fact was, it was one one second past the allotted injury time that we scored. It was ninety it was ninety-five and one second. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, yeah, it was the literally the last second of the game. We were out, and if you look back through all the stages that we have been out, it's been. Last-minute goals, Never. other teams scoring, VAR in every every stage of this competition to get us here. So uh, it, you know, it's that it's that that raw emotion because we were dead and buried, and it it was just the, the fact that we we did it so late. I liked also um, the videos that Eric Lamella and a few others posted on Instagram with the players celebrating in, in the dressing room, and Lamella and various others singing Wonderwall, um, which I personally quite liked um david where did you watch it well i didn't watch it did i of course <laughs> what? you don't didn't you, watch it don't you dare watch the final okay you have to go somewhere else well i thought that would i thought it'd be suggested yep um it was the mother-in-law's birthday she invited us all out for, for dinner um the reason i went was because in mother or mothering sunday um we divided them over uh, for, for lunch and um, I, my parents have been dead 20 years so it's, it wasn't for me but of course I got the ticket for Liverpool so I went to Liverpool instead of being there for Mothering Sunday so I thought I can't do this again so I, I, I thought I'm going to do the real decent thing and, and go out for the meal nicely I switched my phone off I got no indication the radio was switched off in the car um, so I, I didn't get caught with that when I got back in the car and started the car up um, and I just came home later on and pretended that it was live when I turned the TV I even, I, even the TV set I put on to 197 which I think is Paramount I turned it to another channel <laughs> before I got in to make sure I didn't stupidly turn it on and suddenly result in front of my face so, oh, man. so there was all those things so I made sure and I um, I, I put my smoking jacket on, pajamas, <laughs> um, and I sort of sat there with the cat on my lap and started off for the first half. Um, and of course, disappointing. I, I don't know. I thought we were out, but oh, geez, there wasn't much to watch by half time, was there? Mm. Um, but he brought Le, um, Le, uh, Lorente on, and I did think, well, who knows um, if we do play to his strengths. But as you say, we're not going to discuss that this second, but where were we? Well, I was here and it was about, I would say about half one in the morning um, that we scored that final goal and I went absolutely berserk. Um, I sort of, well, I, I leapt over the footstool. I took a glancing blow off the Parkinol chair um, <laughs> onto the floor 
it was it, it was quite a mess in the end. I mean, I really did. I mean, I was in tears. I was in genuine tears. I, I did, I've only cried once before, and that was 1990 when we got knocked out on the uh, World Cup. Um, and I thought we were going through, and I sort of burst into tears that day. I thought that was ridiculous, and I, I got very tearful. And I've been tearful ever since. Every time I watched that, not the second goal, not the first goal, but our yeah. third goal. It's all on that one, the whole emotion. And it's a, it's a moment of, I will always remember where I was. Yes. And how I reacted. I mean, it's a Princess Diana moment in a sense, or, or um, um, President Elvis Kennedy. Elvis or anything, yeah, any yeah. big event. You know, I can remember no. where I was when President Kennedy was shot very easily. So all those, all those things I remember, and, and this is it, that's the emotion of it, and that's why you know we're asked this question: Where were you? And what did you do? Well, and I've seen videos of people jumping around like idiots, um, like children. And I thought, well, thank goodness I wasn't the only one, because that's what I did. And I'm afraid the Mamsab got I had to get up in the end. She had to come down. She sort of sorted me out and brought me something to drink and to try. Did and she shout at you to wake you? No, to wake not her at up. all. No, not at all. Not at all. I don't know if she was even asleep. Were you asleep? She was dozing. She was dozing. Oh. The trouble was, she knew that she broadly knew the result. A friend who's a, a friend who are Liverpool, big Liverpool supporters, had sent a message saying, "Oh, isn't it wonderful?" So she guessed. So she knows not to come downstairs or to come into the room and give me any look of her face that would give the game away. So she stayed away. Bless her. Oh, lovely. <laughs> so that lovely. Was fine. So I had to wait. So it, it was just like it was live for me. It yeah. really was, and I didn't get to bed until about three o'clock. I think when, on, when when the third goal went in, it was it was, it was I mean it was just a surreal moment because it sort of, um, it was one of those where it all happened within a split second. I mean I think just just prior to that, um, when Larice came up for the corner, um, and it was I don't know say the ninety third minute or something like that, and Larice came up and, and nothing came came off that, and he had to run back, and I thought well that's it, that that's our chance gone. And then I was counting down, and I was thinking ninety four. It's coming close to 95, and then I see the ball lands to um, Lorente, and then Delhi threads it through. And the moment that he threaded it through, and there was still seconds, so it was still technically seconds. And I knew there was going to be a little bit more because he's not going to blow his whistle, bang on it, you know, 95 um, uh, minutes. He'll, there's a passage of play, and, and he'll let that um, continue. And the moment that Delhi threaded that through to Mora. Even though it all happened very quickly, as soon as Mora took a swung, uh, swing at the ball, I knew he was going to score. But equally, equally it could have been one of those where any, at any other point in the season, whether it be Mora or somebody else, they might have scuffed, they might have scuffed that, or the keeper might have got, gone down and, and saved it. And as soon as he did that, I just knew, and I just squealed. I, I actually, it was one of those moments I just screamed um, in a very high-pitched way. Um, I just couldn't believe it. I really couldn't believe it, and... Um, I Ricky uh, sparked the question about holding your breath until the final whistle. So, obviously, I think you played what, what was it two minutes extra of, of yeah. up until the ninety-seven minute. So, for most of the game, um, I was watching um, by now, now TV, and I think with Now TV, it's, it's streamed, and then I I've got to cast it from my phone onto my TV. So that all adds a little bit of a delay. So it's, it's almost like a forty to fifty second delay to if you're watching it. As a wow. on, on on Sky TV, so um, 
I was staying clear of messages and had a few friends messaging me during the course of the game, but I, I was staying clear of that. And um, generally, they knew anyway not to message me because of because of that that delay. But to be honest, by the time it was an injury, type, by by the time it was post that goal. I, I was just messaging people, just saying, "Has is it full time now?" Because I couldn't, I couldn't bear it any longer. I just wanted to know, "Is it full time? Is it full time?" <laughs> yeah, um, and the worst thing is to watch it by a stream anyway, and be I was probably about ninety seconds behind the match, yeah. and Nick Seal pinged us in our in a group chat and went, "Get in, what, <laughs> what, <laughs> get get what, what the fuck, what, what are you talking? Oh my god, oh gee, and that just." Because it was quite tight at that stage anyway, and we'd had a couple of attempts, and I was thinking, oh no, we can't do. So I had then to wait <laughs> until I, I could actually see it on the screen, and that's when I screamed, and you know, my whole world just developed and it just dissolved into this watching the screen, a screen of something to absorb I, it all. <clears throat> well, I, I think in for that that last board that came up, I think it showed um, was it Delic to be what he is, a young naive player. Because any other player that when that ball up would have, with Lorente backing into him, would have gone over and gone for the foul. But he tried to play the ball every single time. Mm. I don't think we would have got those goals, you know, that goal if if it would have been a Premier League team, uh, because the, the you know of the experience. But he was magnificent when he came on. He completely changed that. They didn't know how to cope with him at all. And it also showed that Delhi's best position is in and around a striker. Those little threaded balls. He loves a nutmeg. He loves playing those little balls. He's no good playing deep and playmaker out left or out right. He needs to be in and around that striker. In, in the he hole. Both, yeah, superb. Both superb. Um, just coming back to the last part of Nicky's question, um, can you describe what this means to you as a Spurs supporter? I mean, to, to an extent, Bex, you sort of touched upon that, you know, going in to work the next day um, and feeling top of the, top, top of the world. Um John? Uh, everything. Um, for all, all the crap that we've had, all the shit calls of us bottling it, everything, every, it, that just, it, it, it's justification. It's, it's, it's what being a fan's all about. It, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think I've got the words to express it, if I'm honest with you. It's, it just means everything as a fan. David? For, well, I've got, I've got to be very careful with this because it all seems like we've just won the cup. But I, I will back it up by saying, you know, if you can't celebrate such a wonderful result, um, when can you? It, it's just putting it into sort of a, a certain context. What does it mean to me? Well, it feels like everything. It will only be everything if we do manage to lift the cup. But I will celebrate it just as we are now, as we're reliving it, as they relived it in the stadium today, which I thought was wonderful. And when Lucas Moura's name was called out on the team sheet, the whole place erupted for his for his name and his three goals. And bless him, you know, it's, that's that's what we thought of it all. And they showed the goals, and we all cheered on that third goal. Didn't cheer the first two, but yeah, I, I hesitate to say everything because we've we've got that final to come. And I do genuinely believe that we can do. It's, it's ninety minutes well, against the odds. Again, we can do it. Um, so I'll wait for that. But yeah, if you can't celebrate it like this, I mean, just, but I won't, I won't quite use the word everything, but my goodness me, uh, it's a, uh, it's the furthest Spurs have ever been. I don't really remember in, in 62 when we missed out 
on, on the um, semi-final. Um, I know there were some injuries or something. It, it was all a bit odd, that game. We, we should have reached the final, probably should have run, won the European Cup that year. But, you know, the, and that's the point. We had probably the best team in the world at that stage and didn't capitalise on it. Yeah. Manchester City possibly have the best team in the world, arguably. And they don't. They don't get through. But we dig deep and we get through. And, and so you're with the team. Our emotions were the same as the team's emotions. And that's that sort of tells you, you know, the tears from Pochettino, the, 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 the disbelief on the players' faces almost when, when, when it's in. And I mean, the, the Ajax players going down like that probably increased my pleasure. And, and I could, that's, you know, it's just like they were just shot at well, normally the field. Normally that's us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's what you're expecting. In fact, you're almost, and that's part of disbelief, yeah. isn't it? You're thinking, well, which team just scored? Did, did we, or did they score? It, it's that freezing moment where you're not sure whether to cheer, and, and, but it is us. So, yeah, I mean, really, everyone, you know, just enjoy the moment. And, and we're all part of that great big um, pomp and, and ceremony coming up on the 1st of June. And, and we, all around the world, and, and our name is there. And we'll be part, and I'm sure, if nothing else, it will be a cracking game. Absolutely. Two teams at play. We've yeah. often, in, in my lifetime, Spurs have often been the bridesmaid um uh, the, the, the the team that gets as far as a, a semi, even and in, we're going to extend to England as well. Um, two World Cup semi-finals mm. in, in in my lifetime. Um, obviously Euro 90, <clears throat> 96 painful. Euro ninety six still it the, the Gaza miss still haunts me to this day. I can yes yeah. Um, semi-finals with Spurs o- over the years. In recent years, FA Cup semi-finals against Chelsea and and United and and Pompey. Portsmouth, yeah, yeah. yeah um, Portsmouth. Ever- oh, Everton, the Everton one was horrible. Um, I remember that, that was supposed to be the the year that Cl- it was going to be the Klinsmann's year and all of that. And um, we, uh, our name was written on the cup, etc., etc. Um, and to get to a final, I think is an achievement. Of course, you're absolutely right, David. We, we've got to win it, um, and it's not over just yet. But you, you can't take not, away the feeling. Yeah, absolutely, and. and yeah. I think that in terms of drama, I mean, the, the Man City quarter-final, quarter-final I, I didn't think would be surpassed, and, and, and it has. And, and for me, this game easily, quite easily surpasses um, the achievement of beating City over over two legs. Um, as you say, one, you know, one of the better, or if not the best side in, in Europe. So beating them along the way is, in itself is, is an achievement. Um, but this game, it, it's... In terms of drama, um, the, clinching it so late, um, it just means everything. And and the fact that we're all buzzing now, and and we keep watching these videos over and again, and and we keep getting emotional about it, that to me sort of illustrates what why why it's so important or um, for us, and 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 how much it it means. You can't. It's difficult to quantify. It's difficult to describe to a non-football fan, but. It, it just does. It just does mean everything, um, almost everything, um, and hopefully we, we can go all the way. Um, Zoe Pearson, Twitter handle is at Z underscore Pearson, THFC. Honestly, hand on heart, did any of you dare to dream this was possible? Not at half time. No, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, not after uh, one point after three group games either. No, 
absolutely not. Yeah, I'd have to go along with that. I, I, as you say at half time, no. When we scored the first goal, I did think then, oh, that's yeah, early. Game on. We, yeah, exactly. Game on is the word you use, isn't it? Game on. But I didn't think any further than that. I didn't think, oh, we could get to the final. I was just concentrating on um, winning this game. And that's the, that's the realisation of that third goal at 95 and one second. And that's all it took was that one second for his left foot to strike the ball. Um, and I, that, that was disbelief. And no, I, I didn't dare to dream to get to the final. I, I don't think at any stage I genuinely thought, well, we'll get to quarters. That's what I thought we'd do this season. I just didn't think we'd progress further than that. So, I didn't that. think I didn't think we'd, we'd we'd get out of the group. Period. Simple as that. And and you can go back and listen to all the pods. And I pretty much wrote off our chances right at the very beginning, soon after Inter, because I looked at it at the time and I thought, you know, that was a game we should have got something out of. We we didn't. Um, and but as soon as we lost that game, we were on the back foot. I knew I knew we wouldn't we wouldn't get anything against Barcelona at home. Why would we? Um, they're the best team best team I've ever seen. Messi, fantastic player, genius. Um, so we're already on the back foot. Then we go to P- PSV and we get a point. We get a point against PSV, needing to win the next two games. That's going to put a lot of pressure. Okay, we did that. Fine. There were late goals. We still we still had to go to Barcelona and get a result. And yes. And hope something in the in the other exactly. game. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And and we we were plucky little Tottenham. We, we we went there. We played really well, and we and we got a point, um, which was which was an achievement. But quite quite easily could have we could have got that point, and um, Inter could have won against Eindhoven. As it was, that they 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 didn't, and, and um, did they and lose? They must have lost. And every point you just made there, all came to fruition in ninety five mm. minutes and one second, and that was every bit part of that emotion. The fact that the, what it's taken to get there. I mean, it'd be so sad if we, for us if we don't go on to win the Cup when we, against all the odds this season. All the odds. You can go on. We, we, we know about our season. About three different home grounds, as you say, and, um, and, and trying to get through. And all that on 95 minutes and one second came out of us that emotion mm. and free and throw in the city game as well when we thought possibly it was snatched at, at, at the death when when sterling scored yes um, a good old yeah. var um, and that gives me day. hope for the gives me hope for the final because those diving cunts won't get away with anything um there was <laughs> really? a <laughs> there was a, we'll talk about them and, and our prospects in a, in a bit. But there was a, there was a stat about VAR um, that uh, somebody shared with me yesterday. So every European final, so Champions League, uh, Europa, and the Super Cup, uh, the winners of the Champions League against the Europa, everyone since 2014 till 2018 have all have all been won by a Spanish team. That was all pre VAR. 2019 it's going to be won by an English team because we've got all English finals um, which is pretty amazing yeah it will be if the ref pays attention to that graphic and and depends on how they use VAR bear in mind that all season Liverpool have have, 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 have had really dodgy dis, uh, decisions um, which probably if that if, or almost certainly if VAR had, had existed in the Premier League they wouldn't have got as many points as as, as, as they have done so hopefully, um, it'll it'll help us if anything um, in the final. Um, 
lost my I've completely lost my thread. Um, just going back to Zoe's question, did we think uh, at half time and we were dead and buried? Surely, you know, the first yeah. goal went in and you thought, well, it doesn't really change anything. What one nil down, we still need to score two. When they score the second one, um, I thought we were dead and buried. And I have to say, technically, they're a really good good side. I, I know that experience, as, as you said earlier, John, maybe proved or lack of experience. Um, proved to be their downfall at the end but technically they're st- still a superb side arguably but you know in some ways uh, better than us yeah um and they'll go a long way if they if they can keep the core of the players together they'll just get stronger and stronger but i think that they'll get picked apart by larger uh teams with more money unfortunately and they'll have to rebuild again it would be good for dutch football for them to keep it together for another season and have another go but i don't think it will happen they're a, they're a good side um there you know there's there's no shame in going out the the way that they did they gave it everything and they've been a great side in europe this season they've had some cracking results and for them to get to the semi-final is just as important for them as it was for us i think yeah if you think it's just it's the width of a post really because they hit they hit the post yep. and so then they weren't that far off at all and isn't it nice not to be saying that about us because yeah. that's there's normally the conversations that we have it's us that's the width of a post. So it's us that's just not had that luck. Um, the only thing it, I will say is is that, that their first goal should have been disallowed because they, they shoved uh, Vertonghen over. It was a pre-planned uh, move, that was. And um, he blocked him off. That's, but the, the, the idea was uh, Trippier was to get onto delete and track his run and be a nuisance. And then Vertonghen would then get the run to get the header. But the other guy... Um, and I can't think who it was. Uh, I think it's Van der Beek. He just, um, I think it was Van der Beek, just backed into him and backed into him as he floored him. He had no interest in the ball whatsoever and left a, left a great big gap open. It, it, it's, and I'm surprised that no one picked up on it on VAR. But I'm, I'm not going to complain too much because I, <laughs> I believe, no, I, I believe it's those two early goals that actually cost them in the end. They probably took their foot off the gas thought they could see the game out comfortably with their football but of course we then changed our tactics did a substitution brought Lorente on and, and actually used Lorente in the right way by lobbing the ball up for him that's what he wants so you know I'm not gonna, not really going to complain but I, I would be bitterly if if, uh, if we'd lost I really would be um, Gilly or uh, as I know Alan Dalzine just says um, we're the famous Tottenham Hotspur and we're going to win the big one and once and for all and, sorry and once and for all time stick a fork in Arsenal or fucking kick ourselves up the jacks trying um, question from Lee, Lee Marston his Twitter handle is at Lee Marston 81 was Poch a tactical genius or did he roll the, the only dice he had I thought he was a tactical genius. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that on Wednesday night. On Wednesday night, the geezer must be because he clearly knew, and Ajax were so confident at half time that they'd got this sussed. Yeah. And the way we came out on that second half was like, right, no more bullshit. You lot, watch out. And I think Poch, and I know Kane went in the dressing room at half time and ripped them all. Um, but I think there was a large proportion of that was Poch saying, right, okay, come on, you got this. You can do this. Apparently that was denied. He did. He did. He did go in the change room, but Poch said, well, "I didn't even know he was in there." He yeah. said, "No, he, he didn't. He didn't. I don't think he did." I mean, I might have said a few words, but but that's not what Trippier said. No, I know it was Trippier that came up with it and said, "I maybe he just spoke to Trippier himself." Who I knows? 
Who knows? I'd be surprised. Either way, I think either Pot, way. Yeah, I think Potts tried to play it down and, and just say that, it, yeah. that yeah, he was there um, and he had a presence, but he, there wasn't a big rousing speech. Um, that may or may not have been true. It, it, it might have been... Because he, he then went on to, to sort of emphasise um, the part that Hugo played, a skipper. And maybe, I suppose, if, if he backed up Trippier's story... Or version of events, it would undermine um, Hugo's captaincy. I don't, I don't know. Um, perhaps. I don't care, quite frankly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. but, I, I, but I the think fact you're... is, you know, look where we are, and yeah. that's all that matters. It, and the how of it affects me less rather than the thank you very much. But that's where we are. It would be it would be very tough. I mean, it's 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 so easy to say, oh, he just rolled the dice uh, because he simply said, oh, oh he said Lorente. It's like. Harry Redknapp, yeah, just go on, lad, run about a bit. And that's what you think he sort of said. But he clearly thought that um, that was his best tactic and he clearly got the ball put up there for him. So I, I would say that, yeah, I mean, I was a tactical genius. I don't know whether we use the word genius, but I think it was tactically very astute um, and, it, and it worked. I can hear a game in the background. Who's watching the Ajax? Jav. Sorry. Jav. Um, <laughs> I was no, I was actually researching something on, 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 on for, 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 for the pod. So there, it's like there was... the ultimate porn for Spurs fans, isn't it? Quite frankly, <laughs> just sit and watch this again, again, and again, and it's again. A, it's a it's a yeah, new yeah, jo- genre right. that's, that's uh-huh, new yeah. to me. Um, <laughs> so they were a new niche. Um, so they uh, there was a moment. Um, I'll, I'll I'll share the video later on. I might post it from Twitter and Facebook page, listeners. Um, there is a video on social media of the Ajax fans and they're singing um, "Don't worry about a thing," um, and that they were obviously doing that second half at two 0 up. Um, the way the video has been edited is you've got that and then you've got the sort of just position of um, Mora scoring a hat trick um, whilst whilst that's going on, which isn't which isn't necessary correct for the first two goals and then for the final one when he scores you just suddenly cut to the silence so um they really yeah i think there was there was definitely something in that in fact that they were two nil up thinking to themselves that we've we've signed up the game and that's that yeah because as spurs fans we wouldn't have been thinking that a two nil up we'd have been thinking oh god it still could all go wrong yeah to be fair even when we scored i'm thinking it could still go wrong (laughs) Yeah, bloody! Did you see Lamella trying to? What the fuck was he doing? Like, I, just I, take the bloody ball, lad! But there he was. I was screaming, just fucking... boot it out. Yeah. yeah. None of your fancy the, shit. Just get rid. The thing is, the ref couldn't blame for time because it was an attack on. But he added, I think he added an, at least another minute and a half on the end of it uh, for the celebrations. I think Christ knows why. But oh, just boot it out. Just oh. <laughs> I think perhaps because of the Ajax keeper wasting time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that came back to bite him on the ass, didn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, do you know? I think for me, what, what was crucial was so was Potter's tactical genius. Um, yes, in so far as he had to do something second half, and you know we were chasing the game, and it, was, it wasn't going to wait till he wasn't going to do the classic Pochettino thing and wait till the 65th, 70th minute it was all or nothing so he takes off um Maniyama, he brings on um Lorente who's a big fo- focal point up 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 front gives us the option to to knock it long to him and then we've got the likes of Delhi and Mura playing playing off him and I think that 
obviously that you know that that's the, the, the tactical side of it. There's also the it's not tactical. It's it's emotional. It, it's the players just going out there and, and showing courage and 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 just going for it and and throwing the kitchen sink at it. Um, a combination of those two things and crucially an early goal. I think the fact that we got that first goal obviously helps because you, you get one and you think okay we we we've broken them down and then more so the fact that we got a second one so soon after i think it was was it 55 and and 60th minute possibly yeah yeah um and you think hello we can do it um unfortunately it was a while before (laughs) before we before we did get the winner um standout performances from the other night everybody goes on about more of the obvious one hat trick delhi i think was superb um, I thought T- Toby was solid, really, really solid. Yeah, yeah he so was. And I think Danny Rose also had another outstanding game. He was really, really good and a bit, and his usual bullish, pushy. I'm not taking no shit self. Yeah, he uh, Rose was head and shoulders. Yeah, he was exemplified the way he's been playing. Yeah, I think he, he really did. It, I, I can't fault any of them that were on the pitch. A, a Trippier possibly for the first goal but even he made some essential blocks and, and pulled his ass out of the fire a couple yeah. of times possibly the like... second go on sorry I was going to say possibly he was at fault for the second goal as well did he not lose the ball on the halfway line it's not the first time he's done that this season no true yeah um, true. I'd like to know the speed of Hugo's run down the pitch yes because I reckon Usain Bolt would have had a hard time catching on hold of him. Um, I, he ran really bloody fast. Not quite as fast as Kane did when he came on the pitch. He's but I fit. do think that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but Hugo was superb to watch him. He just legged it to make sure that he was with his teammates. And I think that was a wonderful thing to watch. And really says quite a lot about the team as a whole. It was um, wonderful. And I'm, I'm, I'm smiling again and thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what made that the goal as well. I don't really like the commentator, but it was Fletcher. When he his his voice went right up when he scored. I mean, it really was it. it, it just wonderful that 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 was that moment. Um, just turning your attention to the final. So, Spurs Champions League finalists. Yeah Against Liverpool. Um, question from well, before before I read out the question. Um. How can I stop? You... Can I just stop it there, Jab? Because my phone is about to die, and I need to jump on the PC. Okay. Okay. Give me. Can you give me a minute? Sure. <laughs> it is. It's Spurs porn. Yep. That's me playing it. <laughs> 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 That's me playing it. Uh, Deli Ali's touch is just sublime. And that's the thing with Deli Ali. You know, he. I think a lot of uh, defenders have got used to what he does. He's not getting away with the nutmegs anymore. Um, Hello, back. Um, um, not getting away with nutmegs so much. They, they're expecting it. But it's, it's just that one moment. That's all we require. And he, he did just that, that one little flick. He knew where he was going, Mora. He just put it into that little space and that little area. And that one moment, and that's the difference. That is the difference. Right, so Champions League finalists, Spurs. Champions League finalists, 2019 Spurs, Tottenham Hotspur. 
Um, just I'll give couple, over, Jav. Just, just saying it a couple of times. Um, question from Peter Massey. Is it just me who would take more delight from stopping the bin dippers winning it as us winning it? How do, how do well as well as that? How do you um how do we all rate our chances in Madrid against Liverpool? Uh, we've got a chance. I thought the last look the last time we played them at Anfield, if it wasn't for Hugo spilling that and, and a, a Toby own goal, we'd have come away with a point. And if it wasn't for Sissoko shooting for the stars and literally hitting them with that shot, we'd have probably might have come away with a win. So we can do it. It's a one-off game. It's all to play for. We have a chance. We have a chance. Yeah, that's a fair assessment. I mean, I, I listened to um, um, the radio coming home today and uh, all the, uh, the callers in were either Manchester United or Liverpool. And this lad, it was two Liverpool supporters, and this lad was giving it big, saying, ah, well, we, we always, Klopp always gets one over Pochettino. We always beat them. Spurs won't do it. You know, it's, it's almost like as long as we turn up, we win. And I'm hoping they're all thinking that because it's the most dangerous thing. And I don't think any Spurs fan truly believes that the fact you know, just we're, we're going to win this. We've got a chance. Absolutely. It's 90 minutes. Who knows what could happen? We could get duffed up 4-0. It might all go wrong. Um, I can't see us beating them 4-0, but I can't see them beating us 4-0. But I, it will be that small moment. Be very nervous. Um and it, and it will be a little flick by Deli Alley or something that, that could win it for us. So, absolutely. You know, you, you, and, and I think all the pundits will say that. I mean, they'll, 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 they'll say that Liverpool are the favourites and they will probably back Liverpool. But they will always give it that little um, caveat that, you know, Spurs can... They've got players can hurt you. And we have. We've got pace. So, you know... We may have Kane back by, for, for, for the final. Plus, a few others will be rested. Hopefully, maybe Winks might be back. Who knows? And I would guess the one pundit who would support us is Jermaine Genus. Yeah. 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 Because he was very emotional on Wednesday night. Yes, he was. To see. And, Glenn, and bless him, Glenn Hoddle. Yes. He's a concern. Please don't have another heart attack just because they finally got somewhere. Please, please. Oh, don't. don't. <laughs> that would be rough. Um, uh, the last time we got to final in Pochettino's first season I hope this isn't his last season and there is a question about that or alludes to that um, in his first season we got to a Capital One Cup final against um, Chelsea or, or Chelsea um, now I know we'd be, uh, a month or so earlier we'd beaten them 5-3 but they were the best team in the, in, in, in the country at the time they went on went on to win the league and if I'm going to be honest at the time whilst we had a chance in the final going into it we were second best um, I think w- w- sorry we, we were going into it second best and, and they were the overwhelming f- favourites yeah we had a chance but you know, it was Mourinho one off occasion and against um, a better team let's, let's, let's face it at the time they had but, but, they, but, but they played a particular tactic that day, Mourinho. It was a pragmatic Mourinho. And he stuck that, that guy um, who, who was playing today um, against the Foreverton. Played yeah. him in, in front of Kane. Just snuffed anything out. They said, if you snuff Kane out and he supplied to him, we'll win it. And, and it was as dull as ditch water the game. And, and, but he came out with the win. I don't think Liverpool will ever contemplate trying to snuff us out. They will just press and press us, and we'll try the same on them, and, and it exactly. will be end to end. It, 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 absolutely that, and and 
but also we are a different team to 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 to, to back then and and I think I genuinely think this could go e- either way I think it's it's fine margins it could, could, could come down to a mistake um that sort of thing but I think we'll ha- you know hopefully we'll have Kane back maybe Winks um some of the other players you've got Knox there's a three week break from now to now to then and, and if we're at, at at our very best then we can beat Liverpool. We, we've 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 done that before. We, we beat them four-one at Wembley um, last season, and really we should have got something at Anfield um, this season. Even last season, when we drew at drew at Anfield two all, that felt like a victory. Um, I, we we can do them. Um, there's no reason we, we we you know we've we've beaten the likes of Dortmund, City, Ajax this, this season. Um, in the face of adversity, we've um, risen above that, and and, I, and I, I've got no doubt that we can get something against Liverpool. Um, a question from um, ASD, host of the Echoes of Glory podcast. Um, he says, "Would you rather we won and Poch left, or we lose, or we lose the final and he stays?" So this um, relates to Pochettino's comments before the Ajax game when he suggested that if we if he won, then um, uh, he might just go home, whatever that means. And then even after the game, after the victory, again at, in the press conference, he, he suggested that that there would have to be a new chapter if he was going to continue at Spurs. Um, there'd have to be a new project. Um, quite what he means by all of that, who, who knows? But um, bringing it back to the qu- question, would you rather he, we won and he left or the other way around? Oh, lose and lose and keep him. Lose and keep him. He's, he's, he's central to everything for the future. And I think his words are... Is some of that him... He's being is a that tart. the language thing? Is that the... Nah, the he's toying. project he's... Is, doesn't necessarily mean for him to move on. Yeah. Is that the way it's being interpreted? Is he saying, if they achieve that, then what's their next focus? Is it to win the league is it to do the double because they've done so much since and he's really benefited from previous managers in that we've got the training ground so the building blocks are all there and now all the focus is on the team yep so is that is the idea of a new project something that the media are seeing as him leaving and he's seeing as something completely different or is he intact just being a tart and just saying it to see what shit they come up with now. yeah yeah partly that partly it's, partly it's that, that. Part, partly he's, he's teasing yeah because um, i don't think he would go no not at all not at but all hypothetically um would if if it, if it came down to it if you could if it was an either all situation which one would you take bex yeah mm. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to play anymore I john playing this game um <laughs> no, no it's look um, you damned want... if you do and damned if you don't. Mate. You, you so... are. I, no, I, <laughs> okay. I, I, I'll tell you what. I want the trophy. You'd want the trophy. I, I, if, okay. Whenever I'm asked at the start of the year on the podcast what I want is there's the name on the pot. Yes, we. But we, the club will still be here. Yeah. The 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 uh, and we will endure and somebody else will come in. It might be the, the guy from Wolves comes in. Who knows? Will come in, but we'll come in and we'll still be Tottenham Football Club and we'll Jose go. Jose Mourinho. No, no. Over no, my dead body. Yeah, quite. Yeah, and so I we've got Levy's as well. Um, got... So hang on, is um, did ASD give you an answer to that? No. 
may I suggest that you post that as a question for his next pod? I will, I will do. Um, <laughs> so we've got we've got one yeah, one for it. Yeah, what's yeah. your answer to it? I was going to say. Oh, so, so, so we've got we've got one. No, I will. So we've got one, one, one going for Poch to stay. One going for Poch to win the trophy. One, un, um, I don't know. And I'm going to go for. I'd like my cake and eat it. So yeah. um, both. Um, simple as that. Well, we can have both. Why not? The positions have both. Um, right. Uh, very briefly, the Everton game. Do we want to discuss that? I have no. very little little to say about it. It was a bit of a weird atmosphere. But yep. Watching it, it felt like all the all the people there just wanted to talk about the result on Wednesday and and their, and relive that and share their emotion. And the Everton fans were just there to listen to Liverpool lose it. So it was a bit of a weird atmosphere from from what I could pick up. Yeah, uh, they were they were cheering like mad. They were clapping uh, for us to win the trophy. Yeah, they were giving it large on that one. So there was no animosity between us, but. Yeah. I, I have to say that I, I was disappointed with Spurs today. I, we, it was a lacklustre Everton, to say the least. And, and they were there for the taking. Um, they were going through the motions. And we scored the goal early. And I thought, thank goodness, because it could be a bit tight, this one. Didn't capitalise. And I really felt we should have had a second. And we just didn't push on. And, and that team should have been good enough to, to got the result. And I'm really frustrated we haven't got third place. Really yeah. frustrated. I, I, I'm, That's and a I'm good sure thing, though. That's such well, a good thing. Do you think? Yeah, Why? no, it's good. It's good. It, well, it's not that we haven't got. Just it's good that you've. You've. That's how you feel. I think. Yeah. 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 I, it, I, it's, it's a reflection of where we are now as, yes. as a club. That. That I, I know some people. I spoke to um, felt a few weeks ago that the most important things was qualifying for the Champions League, and they didn't care whether we finished third or fourth, um, or above Chelsea or below Chelsea or anyone else. Um, and whilst I think that qualifying for the Champions League is important, and and fortunately finishing fourth now is fine, you don't have to go for a pre-qualifying round as far as I know. To me, still, I'd like to finish as high as possible in that table. Yeah. And and like yourself, David, the fact that we haven't finished behind Chelsea, I think we're there. You know, look at our goal. Our goal difference is better than theirs, and. We could have we could have done it secured it today if not earlier in the season. Um, so that's a bit disappointing. Yeah, but it's good that we think along those terms. It's good good that our expectations have risen. Such that's 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 a good thing. I thought we started off really well initially. Obviously, we we got an early goal, and I thought that they were there for the taking. And then I don't know what happened. Second half, we just it just fizzled out. Yeah, we did. I mean, Sissoko was still a, a monster out there. I mean, he's he's really our 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 player isn't he that um, we rely on and, and if we're going to win this Champions League um, I don't think we're ever going to win it without Sissoko how you know two years ago would you have said that and I think <laughs> and I think no. I mean, I, I've always I've always been a, a, a keen supporter and what I of Sissoko what I used to say about him when everybody was throwing us everybody but lots of people were throwing things at him really uh, accusations me I would say me. Yeah, okay. I used to say, look, this he, he, we win when he plays. I know he hasn't got the greatest of skills. He's a big lad. He hurts people. He gets the ball. He gives it to Ericsson. But in fact, what we're seeing now is this suddenly he's got his confidence because we're all backing him. And he's playing these beautiful crossfield passes. He's dribbling. He wants to run. I could see him actually scoring the winning goal in the fight he, he really will do he, he's going to make up for his miss at Anfield he's going to score the winner yeah. and then we're going, to, we're going to erect a big statue um, for Musa Sissoko just to, he'll be the angel next, of the south 
next to the one of Lucas Mora that's been was being talked about on Wednesday night. So yes, that sounds like an excellent plan. No problems. Um, I did. I saw today after the game, the club were doing the Facebook live of the presentations and the players walking around the pitch, etc., mm-hmm. which I watched, and that was nice to see. And you know, Sonny got his um, player of the season and all the rest of it. And I thought, I wonder how the voting would have been different if they'd done that on Wednesday night or Thursday. Yeah. 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 Because I'm fairly sure, you know, as good as Sonny has been this season and, you know, they showed his goals and he has scored amazing goals. I just thought, I wonder how people have got very short memories. And I wonder if the mood of fans would have been to give it to Mora after Wednesday. I would have given it to Soko. I would have, yeah. Yeah. But again, short-term memory. And people, you know, before that they showed the um the Champions League campaign as well and that again wasn't Sissoko isn't the wasn't the focus of that. They were showing purely the goals and I think people are swayed more by that than anything else. Mm-hmm. And who has got to that stage. And I do think Mora would have probably picked it up had the vote been done had the, that game been earlier in the season. So as well as the um awards uh, uh the uh um, after the match um, at half time the Spurs ladies were, were on um, and uh, Jenna Scalacci and Karen Hill and the rest of the players um, were, uh, were there and uh, Jenna was interviewed pitch side by Paul Coy um, Spurs ladies played their final game of the campaign yesterday they did yesterday afternoon um, and won that 2-0 so really really pleased for them it's been a fantastic season and they've come so far in in such a short space of time but i think the really interesting thing for this week was although they won last week and that assured their promotion they still had to wait confirmation from the football league to say that they could be promoted and that was done on the assessment of the club and on their grounds and their standards and all of the the things that they play to um so i was really pleased to see that kind of, i think that was um Thursday they came out and said yes they definitely they've got all of that because they played uh, was it Wednesday night as well mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so um, so they came out on Thursday and said that yes the FA had approved everything and they had definitely been promoted because I can't imagine how they would have felt if they had qualified and then the FA had gone yeah nah nah we don't like the way you run the club <laughs> you're not actually getting promoted so really really pleased for them that they had the promotion and um, to finish on a win away from home as well because Durham is a bloody long way away I think that was really, really good for them. And the pictures post that Durham win looked like they were all quite excited. (laughs) (laughs) And there was quite a lot of bubbles and beer and stuff on Uh, the pitch. Yeah, some really, really good pictures. Um, And then obviously today they were at the ground and there was another picture of them in the bar. There's a theme emerging. Uh, But aside from that, they, um, yeah, it was really, really good. Really pleased for them. So we'll see what next season brings. Exciting times. A good, a good season to do it, isn't it? Absolutely, brilliant season. Um, and sorry, slightly unrelated to Spurs, but um, obviously summer's around the corner, and you know it's going to get get a little bit boring because there's no football and that sort of thing, and we're sort of counting down to. But actually, there will there will be football because there will be the Women's World Cup. Oh, um, well, indeed. And it's happening where and when? I don't know. Actually, I know it's happening, but I don't know where. France. 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 
It's oh, right. Okay. It's well, right. I'll just sit back and not say anything. That's fine. And it's, everybody, and it's, everybody else has got this. <laughs> it's June. It's June. June. There's something. But I'm, I'm genuinely looking forward. To, I, mean, I remember the last time four years ago when it was on, and you you were watching the games back then. Back um, and it was sort of stupid o'clock. Um, and yes. all the games were on. I think we we got to semis, as I recall. Yes, and um, my boss gave me a time. There was a the manager at the time made up a little um, get out of jail free. You could stay up and watch the match. <laughs> And then you didn't have to come into work until late the next day. Um, and I jokingly cut it out and my boss actually signed it. So I did stay up till midnight, watch the ladies, the women's team um, lose, unfortunately, and then didn't go into work until about nine o'clock the next day, which was lovely and quite rare. So, yeah, it, it should be really, really good. That's exciting times. Look, yeah, absolutely. It, that's something to look forward to, if you like women's football. If you like football, I, uh, I would say. It starts on June the 7th. Cool. And I think... In Paris. For, the, for those of us in the UK, it is it is uh, the BBC are covering every, every single game, which is which is good. Um, I obviously don't know about other other listeners overseas, but um, I'm sure there are means, ways and means of of, of, of accessing it. I'm um, going to finish off with a few questions and then just do a little bit of a um, reflection on 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 the season. This isn't the final pod. We, we will be back for one more, obviously, because of the Champions League final. Um, Spurs Champions League finalists, um, 2019. Um, Karim Cronfley, um, Trippier is obviously still injured, yeah. favouring his groin a lot um, of, uh, the other evening. Uh, Mopo admitted as much a few months ago. Do we think the fans may forgive him if he has a decent off-season and, get, and gets back to his best early next year? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he hasn't done what uh, Rose has done. I mean, Rose has been quite vociferous uh, about certain things over the last couple of years, and uh, I think we've sort of generally forgiven him at the moment. Some haven't, but uh, and, and all all um, Trippy has done is just had a a poor season, um, and he has had a poor season by his uh, standards. And yes, I love the word favouring his groin. Uh, I perhaps could use that as a as a. Um, <laughs> he was rubbing it. He was rubbing his yes. groin. That's what he, he was. was doing. Yeah. I like that. I'm sorry, uh, man. I was just favouring my groin. <laughs> he was, he was, he was <laughs> in some dis- discomfort. Yes. He wasn't, um, yeah. But I do think that's, he's not alone in that. I don't think Dyer's had a great season. I don't think Ali has been outstanding. And I wonder how much of that is as a World Cup come down. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because they've been playing almost solidly for two years. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think on one hand, yeah, it's great that they're Champions League final, but also it means that their post-season holiday is a little bit delayed because they, well, they'll, they won't go until the second of June, I presume, and they'll be back for pre-season what the beginning of July. Yeah, yeah, they only get yeah. a couple of weeks anyway. Yeah. But I think on top of last year where they had the World Cup, also, I don't know if that has has had a knock-on effect. Yeah, I think that our fans can be quite brutal sometimes when a player is not performing but assuming trip trips are still at the club um, and he's not sold in the summer sure as long as he comes back and plays really well then i think everything will, will, will soon be uh, forgiven football fans do have short short-term memories and, and we see with, with sissoko he's gone from the villain to suddenly this hero this messiah figure um Greg Taylor, if we win the Champions League, do you think it will help us not only in recruiting players but also re- keeping players? For example, Eriksson couldn't, couldn't say he wants to go on to Real Madrid at all so that he has a chance of winning a Champions League medal. He's already he, he's, He'd already have one, well, we hope. 
Yes, it will keep them. Because why wouldn't you want to stay at a team that has already won a Champions League and has the potential to do much more and be in that side and be part of it? And also the fact that they are already a part of that team. It's not like they're having to walk into a team with and, you know, adjust and settle in and learn a new language potentially. It's already there. Yeah, I think with, with, the, with the stadium and with our run already, I think players will want to join us. Um, I don't think we'll have any problem with that. I think that the, the, the law is always going to be Champions League football. And I think yeah, a lot of players will want to play that. So I don't think we'll have any problems recruiting. It's just who we recruit and how much we get to recruit with. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, the recruitment... I, I, before anybody gets overexcited about the recruitment, and, and I am excited about the recruitment, but um, it's almost recruiting to, to, to stay still yes. at the moment because Liverpool has spent best part of two hundred million in order to get up to um, competing in Man second. City, and they still finished second. And we <laughs> and we did that, you know. But it, but it is a sharp reminder to us all. But he, he yeah, Greg's right. I mean, it can only you can only do so much, and, and I don't know what else Spurs can do to make us a more attractive proposition, other than throwing the ridiculous wages, which clearly we can't. I mean, we're still paying very good wages, but. Maybe not what Real Madrid might throw. Maybe not in the footballing world. No, I know. I know. But, uh, yeah, that's the way it is. I think winning the Champions League will help, almost certainly. And But also, I think that um, the players that want to stay and, want, and, and we want to keep and Pochettino wants to keep, we'll, we will keep. And the ones that even a Champions League victory can't sway them will will, will be moved out, out the door, um, I think. Pochettino is going to rebuild. Um, I don't think it's going to be a massive rebuilding exercise, but I think there'll be a few players that are going to be moved on and hopefully a few fresh faces brought in. I think it's very important not to upset the equi- equilibrium and the balance of the team and the spirit that's that's there. And we've 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 got a good squad and we've got some core of good good players there. You know, the likes of Kane, Delhi, Son, who um, I think are committed. Um, to play at Spurs for, for 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 the foreseeable future, we've got some good young players like for Sanchez, but um, for example, um, for it's uh, below that, um, and uh, yeah, hopefully we, we we can keep keep hold of the likes of the Ericsons and, and, and the Tobies, etc. But if they don't want to, to be honest, if they if they if their hearts elsewhere, then um, go. Yeah, go. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, a couple more questions Dawn Fletcher the verdict on Sun's red card has come down and it's not been overturned um, do you think it was a straight red do you think Lerma should have got should have gotten something I think the referee was bad all that game and I think it was a, a poor decision um, I don't think that Lerma would have ever got anything I, don't, I think the referee had his mind made up to send him off it will just be without him for a couple of games next season. It's no biggie. Still in the going to play in the final. Very frustrating, I must admit. I I said today that I I didn't think it. I thought it was a yellow, because it really was just a push, and it was it was into the centre of the body. That's all it was. And how many times do we see people put the ball down, take a free kick, and and one of the opposing players stands in front of the ball to stop it, and they end up pushing the guy away. All right, it was a, perhaps a bit more. Um, of, a, of a forceful push but uh, 
It really wasn't. And Lerma got away with it. And I just don't understand why. As I understand it, we didn't actually appeal. So um, we took it on the chin. But and an awful lot of our own fans are saying, I don't, you know, it was a, it, it was a deserved sending off. So, but I didn't think it was. I, I thought it was a yellow card. I must admit. There we are. So Sky Sports reported it that we did appeal. Um, Potts was very careful post-match not to say anything, and I suspect that was in mind with his earlier ban this season and the fine that he received. But that aside, I think Son should have known better, despite the fact that he was provoked. But equally, I think that the referee should have looked at what happened previously, because it was it's it wasn't an unprovoked push. Um, there was something behind it, but Sonny should have known better. Um, Karim Cronfley, um, one of the most important signings needed in the summer is someone who can work on and coach set pieces. Ours have absolutely no imagination and um, we, can, well, we can't defend for Toffee. Can we rent Gareth Gar- Southgate for a few weeks, maybe? <laughs> yeah, <coughs> Grealish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay then. I mean, at least Ericsson scored today from a free kick. Yeah. Um, was that as the first in seventeen attempts or something ridiculous like that? And also, how nice was it to have Lamella on corners and actually beat the first man? It's not hard. Just don't let yeah. Christian Ericsson anywhere near corners. Is the answer? Trippier, Rose. Yeah. Lamella can all take corners better than Ericsson. Yeah, yeah. I just don't quite get it. He's such a, you know, he is with dead ball specialist. <laughs> he he proves not to be. I don't know why. I don't know why. Okay, um, just going to very briefly going to just reflect back on the season. Um, so right at the very, if we rewind all the way to the very first pod, so the first pod of the season um, before it was recorded before the Newcastle match, and on that occasion, it was yourself, Bex, and. David on the first podcast and it was also before the transfer window um, and uh, I asked at the time who who did we think would get relegated um, Bex you went for Saints, West Ham and Huddersfield to go down um, I went for Cardiff, Southampton and West Ham to go down um, I said that Warnock would get sacked halfway through the season, well that didn't happen um, and I was adamant that Wolves and Fulham would stay up. Um, David, you went for Cardiff and Huddersfield, so spot spot on there, and, Bour- and Bournemouth for some reason. None of us foresee, um, foresaw Fulham going down, weirdly. No, I thought Jukanovic was very good. I, I, I thought he'd keep them up. The reason I said Bournemouth, they finished terribly the season before, and they looked as though they were running out of gas. But there we are. Um, and then in terms of the teams that we thought would make up the top four I think David you went for Man City winning the league Liverpool second Spurs third and United fourth so not yeah spot spot on almost spot on there certainly with, 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 with the top two and I think Spurs we, we could have finished third um, United what's quite what's happened to them losing today against Cardiff that's <laughs> h- hilarious that is hilarious yeah I'm not not going to be shedding any tears at all over that but I can't wait to bump into some Man United fans tomorrow oh yeah. Uh, Bex, you said Man City would win the league um, and we would be third. Wasn't sure who would yeah. be second, possibly Chelsea. Um, and I said the top four would consist of Spurs, um, City, Liverpool, and also United, strangely, like Liverpool now. Um, and I predicted we'd, we'd win the league. 
Best less said about that better. Um, I also I also said that realistically we would finish somewhere in the top three. Less said about that better. Um, right. Uh, let's just look look back on this 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 season. Firstly, marks out of ten. If we're going to do a school report on Spurs, or if you, you can do it, grade them if you like, like a, like a, an A and a BSC. Bex. A for effort, absolutely all of the way, and I think probably a B minus. Because I think we've made some horrific mistakes in the league where we should really have pulled our socks up. Lose or drawing today, losing against Bournemouth, losing against West Ham. Those games we should have picked up points and we should have finished third. And we should have finished third a couple of weeks back. We shouldn't have been waiting on it for today. Um, cup runs are probably, yeah, the domestic cups we didn't do that well in. I'd like to have seen us maybe do a little better. Yeah, yeah, but you know. At the start of the season, to take finishing fourth a Champions League final and moving into our new stadium way behind schedule, I still think most people would have taken that. Mm. Um, John? Um, I would... A- for effort. Not even, I'd probably go... Probably a B plus because, like you say, the second half we just fell away. Um, but and, uh, as for overall, I think... <laughs> It's either going to go one way. At the moment, I'm hovering at about 75%, but it could be, you know, 100 A++ star <laughs> it, uh, come June the 1st. So we'll wait and see. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's, it's been an enjoyable ride. I think tailing off like we did, but to, to pull it out of the bag and get, us, get ourselves into the final was uh, exceptional. Yeah, I'd go for A because... When all the difficulties we had to go through with the injuries, and yet we pulled out all the, the games we need, the results of the Champions League, put our efforts into that. Um, we've still got Champions League um, for next season. So, in a sense, I mean, I shouldn't accept just Champions League. I should, you know, want to say we failed because we didn't win the league. But, you know, sensible head says that you, how can you compete with Liverpool and Man City when they're spending that sort of money? So I think putting that sort of judgment on the saying, yep, you know, this is as much as we probably can expect. I would certainly go for an A. Okay. Um, player of the season, David. Oh, Sissoko. John? Sissoko. Bex? I'm quite happy with Sonny. Fair enough. Um, I'll go for Sissoko. Right. Um, this is <laughs> going to be a bit of a no-brainer because I think everybody's going to say the same thing, but we could be creative and, and maybe talk about... if. So what's your favourite match and or moments of this season and if we're all going to say the same thing and that's absolutely fine and maybe we could give a second one <laughs> yeah that, that that sums yeah. it up yeah <laughs> okay other than other than that oh that sorry moment. i put my elbow on it i'm sorry that starts up <laughs> I can't imagine. Other than I that have, night, I have to you're say, going to, you know, I, you're going to get that recording rammed somewhere, don't you? Because yes. I think your missus is going to be like, if you don't stop that. That's that's, that's when I was sitting on the sofa, sort of um, watching. I was favouring. I was fa- yes, I was, and I was favouring my groin. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have to say, do you know the most sensitive part of your body when you're favouring your groin? Your flaming ears, listening for the man Saab coming down the staircase. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk that. <laughs> Sorry. I, I think if I'm going to have a favourite moment, I think it might be uh, Loris's save from from uh, Aubameyang 
because that's denied them Champions League football and finishing above us. So that's I'll take that every point, day yeah. of the week. Yeah. Good shout. Good shout. Um, yeah. Any others? I quite like the um, the Delhi response when he scored against Arsenal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And actually on my lock screen on my phone is Dyer with his fingers to shush the Arsenal crowd. <laughs> they are... They're, they're just iconic moments. But, it's childish. Yeah. It's so fucking childish, quite frankly. I'm almost. I'm 46. Dear God, and I've got a picture of a man going shh at a bunch of other people. Really epic. Just love it. I loved it at the time, and I still love it now. So, other than other than the other night, um, I would I would have said if, we, if 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 we'd recorded this pod, or if the other night hadn't happened, I would have said the the city game and the the drama of VAR right at the, right at the very end. Um, if, there, if there's a few other moments I could pick out, the Dortmund game at home, I thought that was that was a fantastic night. Yep. Yeah. Um, and do you know what? There's been a lot of crap this season that, that we've watched, particularly at Wembley. There's 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 been a lot of games which haven't really inspired. Um, yeah, Sonny's goals in the, in the Dortmund game. Yeah, yeah, Sonny's goals. Um, the other couple, if we're going to talk about the the league this season, I mean, there was there was the Harry Winks goal very late on against Fulham. Um, the Everton game, the six-two. I thought that was that was quite oh, good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one game from very early on in the season, um, which which sort of had me on cloud nine at, at, at the time, but uh, you know, recent events certainly surpassed that. Was going up to Old Trafford and David, you and I went up there, and, yeah. and I'd I'd been there three times before and saw us lose one nil. And to be fair, they were a poor United team. We weren't good first half. Um, we were a bit lucky as well. Um, yeah, Lukaku, if Lukaku had scored, it might have been a different story. And then second half, one nil, two nil, three nil, three nil. You know, teams don't go to <laughs> Old Trafford and win three nil. So that was. That was certainly a moment of, of the season, but Lucas Moura again. Yeah, Lucas yeah. Moura. Um, I don't even... know. The Barcelona game, the Barcelona return game, game yeah. was just wow. That was really hard to watch, in a good way because it. Well, we, what are we going to do it? Um, yeah, that was excellent. And actually, the game against Tranmere, I really enjoyed yeah. watching that because it was because we don't normally play. Not just because of the result and we stomped all over them, but the way it was done. So Kane coming on for the last 10 minutes, which was absolutely unnecessarily given the scoreline. But I think to play the England captain in a game like that, where he didn't need to play, so the kids from that area could see him, I thought was fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well played. I think, I think all of those all of those nights that we've mentioned and... and, and Part of the reason for doing that was just, you know, not to, not to go for the obvious, um, and and there have been some good good nights, but but yeah, the the, the obvious one of, of the other night surpasses that, but just because of a the magnitude of, of the occasion, semi semi final, winning it, getting to the final, and and the, the manner in which we did it, the the, the drama, and that's going to live that regardless of what happens on June the first, that will live with us for, for forever and ever more. Um, it was a fantastic night. And uh, we've got one more game to go, first of June. Yeah. So um, th- we will be recording another podcast in three weeks' time. It will either be three weeks today, 
um, the day after the final, or it will be three weeks tomorrow. Um, it might even be three weeks Tuesday if, if, if I end up going, going. If I end up, if if big if if I end up going to Madrid and I don't make it back in time, um, but uh, that, that is still to be confirmed. That's a word. That's a work in progress. Um, I'll see if that happens or not. Um, until then, thank you, Beck. Firstly, thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you all, and I'm off back to wind up some more Liverpool fans. <laughs> so easy to wind Spot up. Butlers, you bottled it. Yeah, oh man. They're, they're, Bottle jobs. Yeah, totally. The, the amount of, oh, we're not bottling. <laughs> I'm loving yeah, it. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, thank, thank you, David. No, thank you. I should go back to the park and all and rest myself and um, favour my groin. groin. <laughs> 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 uh, right, and until until I think there'll be a lot of favouring coins in, in a three in three weeks' time, um, potentially. Um, right, until three weeks from now, um, the future's bright, the future's lily white. Good night. Put on that lily white and run onto that green. White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's had its load of nights. We've fought our team through thick and thin and all those boring nights. And when the game is done, we'll sing a song and talk it out all night. Hey! Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, don't be so bloody slow. You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen. Pull on that lily white and run onto that green. We've seen them come, we've seen them go, the names up on our shirt. Gods have failed as men are hailed and faces in the dirt. Now gather round and sing it out and we'll talk out all the hurt.